It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to the Full Press Packers Pod, part of Full Press Coverage. My name is Kyle Sunra. No Jesse Hall for this episode. Uh, Holiday week, uh, American Thanksgiving this week, uh, a lot of busyness complications, so... I'm not able to connect with Jesse this week to record, but I still want to provide content for all the Packers fans listening. Um, So sorry, Packers fans. After beating the Cowboys, it was okay. Ended that five-game losing streak. Is this the start of a win streak? And No, it it turned out to not be the case. Uh, They lost 27-17 to the Tennessee Titans. Pretty disappointing loss, to be honest. Again, coming off the win against the Cowboys, who... All accounts, I think, are a better team than the Titans, so I don't really know how they looked so good against the Cowboys and then so bad against the Titans. But the truth is, the Cowboys kind of shot themselves in the foot. Like, they had a lead, they blew it in the second half, they blew it in overtime. Like, by all accounts, Packers probably should have lost that game and should currently be on a seven-game losing streak. So let's just say we're really fortunate that they somehow beat the Cowboys to to not have that type of awful losing streak that, again, I, I have never seen in my lifetime as a Packers fan. So, um... Yeah, let's let's just be thankful for the Cowboys win. But but uh, yeah, this this Titans loss. Uh, I think there was some good that came from it. Christian Watson. Now that every other receiver is well, yeah, Alan Lazard's there, but I know Cobb has just returned, but still looks like he needs to some time before he's one hundred percent healthy. And I mean, we know Lazard's been questionable this year too. I mean, even Watson's missed missed time, so it's not like any of these receivers are one hundred percent healthy. But without Romeo Dubs and with Lazard getting all that extra tension, it forced someone else to step up and Christian Watson five touchdowns in the last two games now I don't think he caught any of them with his hands they were all body catches so that's still something he needs to work on but that was something it's kind of like made him 
very much like MBS coming out of college. Great speed, great ability to get open. Doesn't have the hands, though. And frankly, even with five touchdowns in two games, I still don't think Watson has the hands, but at least he's... It looks like he's he's gaining confidence in just, you know, his route running, being at the right spot at the right time. And, you know, some of these catches were contested catches too, which I guess I think one of his touchdowns was actually a hands catch because it was a tough catch in the end zone. He really needed to bring it down. But I think four of his five touchdowns have been he's wide open and he can afford to body catch it. Again, the one good play, uh, I can't remember which game it was in anymore, if it was in the Titans game or, or the Cowboys game, one of his touchdowns was a contested catch in the end zone. A uh, really good placement by Rodgers, of course, as Aaron Rodgers always does, even with his broken thumb. Really, the only game that Rodgers has seemed to be affected by that broken thumb was like the end of the Giants game, when he, the game he broke it, and then the next week, the Jets game. He looked awful. Since then, he's been fine. So, yeah, it's still fractured. It's still not fully healed, but he's throwing fine, and some of those throws to Watson were proof. So, good to see that Watson at least starting to use his hands to catch the ball, as opposed to letting it come into his body. He just needs to do that more consistently. I mean, what, he's had seven games of NFL experience, so it's there's still tons of time in his career. Not even a quarter way through his rookie contract yet. So, I mean, I guess he could be like Amari Rodgers and get cut halfway through his rookie contract, not even. So, uh, yeah, clearly he won't be, though. I think he, <laughs> he already has more touchdowns in two games than Amari Rodgers is probably ever going to have in his career. So, um, yeah, I guess that's the other news that came before the Titans game, actually, was the Packers were releasing Amari Rodgers. It's funny, Jesse and I, on the, on the reaction to the, Cowboys episode had spoken about that if Mari Rogers isn't on special teams returning he's not a good enough gunner to, to help on special teams like he really just needs to be returning it's the only role he can fit not good enough to contribute on offense if he's not returning kicks and punts there's no point having him on the team and clearly the Packers agreed because they just flat out released him still had you know two plus seasons left on his rookie contract doesn't matter you're completely useless to this team get out of here so uh yeah, goodbye, Amari Rodgers. Man, another third-round pick wasted. I'm getting real tired of that. So the, the new plan for the Packers has to be trade away their third-round picks every year because they, they clearly, you're better off in using those third-round picks, investing in players uh, than you are drafting players in the third round because they have not, It's it feels like it's been a decade since they've actually successfully made a third-round pick. I can go back and check to the, the, the names I would consider to be good third-round picks, but I feel like it's, I don't think it's good against it. it. It goes back to Ted Thompson, that's for sure. So yeah, bye Amari Rogers. Hope to never see you on the Packers again. Uh, I'm pretty sure who did he sign with? Because uh, I saw him on a, on a team. They, um, he wasn't active in Week 11. Was it the Jaguars? I can't remember. It's some trash team that is not. I mean, good for them. <laughs> good for Rogers to keep getting employed. Because I don't. I don't know that. I don't. Shouldn't really say good for whatever team has him. Is it the Texans? I think it seems like it's a bad team like that. Texans or Jaguars. So. Where he deserves to be, probably, or I don't know. I, I, I just don't see Amari Rodgers fitting as a football player. But, uh, yeah, definitely not fitting on the Packers, that's for sure. Uh, so with all this happening, again, good on Christian Watson. Um, to me, this loss was on the defense. I, I mean, the offense should score more than 17 points, to be fair. But the, the defense had no answer all game for Derrick Henry. And which is really disappointing because in the past, they've been able to bottle him up and not allow these monster Derrick Henry performances. And this wasn't like a, a huge performance by him. He didn't, it's not like, well, speaking of the Texans, I think he had what, over 200 rushing yards against the Texans a couple weeks ago. And I think, I think he averages close to 200 yards rushing against the Texans over the last like three seasons. So it's not that, but still, it seemed like every time they needed a first down, he would get it or, or, or 
when they ran on first down, the yards were so good that it set up really good short yardage situations on the later downs. So um, the truth is, Kenny Clark was having some success early when he was blocking, I think, mostly the center one-on-one. They had him on the inside. It seemed like he was doing okay. Wasn't getting massive penetration, but also was able to get off his blocks and, and make plays. Even if it was past the line of scrimmage, it would still be contributing. Uh, and then, you know, the Packers started moving him around, but what ended up happening is the Titans really adjusted to Clark, it seems. They were fine going one-on-one for a little bit, and as Clark started to dominate more and more, they started to double-team him almost every play. And so that was a great adjustment made by the Titans' defense. So, you know, Mike Rabel as the head coach, not the defensive coordinator on the team, but clearly it's his defense, and I wonder how much of that philosophy had gone into it. Maybe he didn't make that decision necessarily on game day, but that was probably something he had huge input going into the week of, okay, I'm, yeah, I messed up there. I'm talking about Kenny Clark, Uh, but I really should be talking about the offensive coordinator, but I I could see Vrabel, again, being such a, it seems like he's a really hands-on coach, almost like the opposite of Matt LaFleur, to be honest. Matt LaFleur is very much in the game plan, the philosophy, but the day-to-day Set, installing the offense and, and the day-to-day making sure that the, the the specifics are met that's really on the assistant coaches it seems like Vrabel's the opposite Vrabel very much even though he's a head coach he doesn't call any plays on either side because he's so focused on the details and the big picture at the same time I, Vrabel's great I think he's a better head coach than Matt LaFleur so maybe you could argue he, LaFleur was outcoached because uh, that adjustment was made and it's not like the Packers like Joe Barry was making again some adjustments with Clark I mean, not really adjustments, because they've been doing this all year, moving him around, not having him just play as a nose tackle. They want him as a defensive end at times. So they've been doing that all season. So it's tough to, it's, like, they did that in the game. I think especially once they saw that Clark was being double teamed a lot, they did that. But it's, I don't know if that's necessarily an adjustment to the game or that's just something that they, they've done kind of throughout anyway. But if, it seems like if, and that's been the problem over the last few years, if Clark can't get off the block and make the play in the backfield, it's a positive gain and it's a big gain. And that seemed to be the case. Once they were able to really stop Kenny Clark, uh, the Packers' defensive line had no answer. Preston Smith did okay. He's Preston Smith's having a way better season than Rashawn Gary, I think. Uh, Gary still, yes, he can put up the sack numbers, and he's really explosive. But, the, again, being out of position, not that he's horrible in the run game. Because I think, really, his being out of position does happen more in the pass game, which... In this game against the Titans wasn't as big a deal since they barely threw. They didn't need to throw, though, because, again, the run defense was so bad. Um, I mean, let's call it like it is. This team really misses Devondre Campbell. Uh, they're really hoping they get back him back soon. If it is a high ankle sprain, though, expect him to be out a month. So we're probably only about halfway through his missed time. Like, I, I don't expect him to play against the Eagles. I'll, I'll pull up the injury report in a bit just to see what's happening. Um, but yeah, that... Uh, Titans lost very disappointing, and it's again, it's it seems like the Titans offensive line just won the line of scrimmage. They own the Packers defensive line and, and the linebackers to set things up on the second level. Um, yeah, it. Uh, I I just I don't know. I guess I'm having a hard time thinking how they could have done differently. They just needed to execute better. Like there's not anything schematically about Joe Barry's defense that was wrong this game. I felt. Titans were just the better team. And, I mean, to be fair, they'd be there winning their division. Uh, talked about the Texans and Jags already. Bad teams in that division. They're going to win their division. Like that, That's almost... I, I know the Chiefs are I have a better record than them, but 
the because of the better teams that the that are chasing the Chiefs in their division, it does already seem like the Titans have kind of they haven't officially locked up the the division spot. They haven't clinched a playoff spot yet, but it really just does seem like the the Titans are going to win the AFC South, and it's not really with much struggle. Kind of like this game against the Packers, where they they impose their will. They wanted to run a ton with Derrick Henry. That's it. In games where they can, they will do that, and this was a game they definitely could, definitely succeeded at it. So. Again, what Packers fans have to kind of pick up the shambles of this now is back to the thoughts before the Cowboys game of this this season does feel like it's over. I, I'd, I'm i having a hard time seeing how this team's, team makes the playoffs, honestly. So um, we're going to stick with it. And obviously, you know, me giving up or not giving up isn't going to have any bearing on the team. That's the players and the coaches need to... And Matt LaFleur has talked about it before, but, you know... Just try and be one to know every week, and that's that's really what they have to do. Blinders on, one game at a time. It's very cliche, but the reason it's cliche is because that's the only way it works. If they're thinking too much about the big picture, how they have to basically win out if they want to have any hope of making the playoffs, that what will happen is they'll play so tight, being so afraid to make mistakes, that they'll leave themselves exposed and they'll make even more mistakes. You have to just trust your instincts and go, and that's the only way you can play, and, and by doing that is win this game coming up and so we'll see as the Packers keep going on this season if they're able to keep that one week at a time mentality because the the further these losses pile up I think the Packers are now four and seven the more of those that the, that number in the loss column keeps going up the more and more that this team could get dragged down by that if they're not just focused on the one week at a time so it'll be a real test all throughout the season of can they keep that mental resolve Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. All right, so let's look at the injury report for the Packers and uh, really the big absences at practice this week are the, you know, the two players that we expect still to be out and miss time. Devondre Campbell, I've already talked about him, and actually I did reference Romeo Dubs earlier. So uh, I guess Devondre Campbell wasn't a high ankle sprain. I, I messed up there. It's, it's a knee injury. Now, it's not a serious season-ending knee injury, but it's a sprain of some sort that will require time. Um, now dubs is the high ankle sprain. So that's one where that'll be, I, I, you know, history of NFL high ankle sprains. If the player doesn't miss a month, they come back and they probably re-aggravate it. So, and knowing the Packers are especially patient with players coming off injuries, I'd imagine they're not going to be stupid with dubs. They have to wait a month before bringing him back at the very least. And it's, it's probably closer to six to maybe even eight weeks for him to be fully healed. So. I kind of expect the Packers to take their time with it because if they don't and he comes back too early and he re-aggravates it again and you have to restart that month timeline, it's probably the end of the season. So it's really important, I think, to not rush Dubs back. Let him come at his time because if they do rush him back, they risk losing him for the rest of the season. And, re- and you know, I don't think any, I don't think the next season would be in jeopardy if he re-aggravated a high ankle sprain. But I suppose the... the the risk could be a different injury that that potentially puts next year in danger. So I say it. You know, Rub Dubs hasn't practiced this week. 
Uh, Campbell hasn't practiced this week. Uh, I'm recording this on Friday, November 25th. The Friday practice reports aren't available yet. I'd be shocked if either of them practiced or played this week. So I think for Campbell, it's going to be at least another week. For Dubs, I mean, how many games has Dubs missed now? Has it been three? You see, I could maybe potentially see him come back next week, but I, I think it'll be closer to six weeks where we're we're still probably two weeks away from Dubs coming back to action. Maybe they don't bring him back till after the bye week too. So, um, yeah, I wouldn't expect either Campbell or Dubs against the Eagles and how much they love to run. That's the the Devonde, Devondre Campbell absence. I think is going to be the bigger one. That's the one where they're really going to miss. Um, outside of Alexander and, and maybe Kenny Clark, he might be their best defensive player anyway. So, you want those players on the field. He's their best linebacker, and you know I like Chris Barnes and Quay Walker is a rookie, but you know. He's, he's, he shows that he's a rookie on the field. He makes some great plays, but there's also mistakes. There's clearly parts of his game that he needs to improve. And I like them both, but clearly this linebacker room is much better when Devondre Campbell's on the field. So those are the two big issues, I think, for the Packers. Um, a bunch of players... Uh, oh, yeah, one more player hasn't practiced this week at all is Rasheed Walker, but that's with an illness. So not sure how he's feeling uh, when those symptoms will go away. If he's feeling fine by... And that might be a thing where if he do, if he doesn't practice all this week he doesn't play maybe the Packers just kind of go with that but with players on it like with an illness I mean he is just a backup offensive lineman I suppose that might be we'll see because uh, David Bakhtiari and Elton Jenkins both didn't practice Wednesday limited practice Thursday I'd imagine it's going to be that the rest of the season so the problem with either of them is it could look like they're fine to play and then suddenly a last minute they're not playing is uh, the risk for both Jenkins and Bakhtiari. But, I mean, the, the Packers and us have to assume that they're both playing every week without really knowing for sure until we see those actives and actives on Sunday. But um, I'd imagine if they're both in, the need for Rashid Walker isn't as, as pressing, to be honest. So um, going from Rashid Walker to Quay Walker. So Quay Walker, the rookie, is dealing with a shoulder injury, and then Chris Barnes dealing with a hand injury. Uh, you know, Walker's practiced fully with the shoulder injury, so it seems like he's definitely fine to play. Uh, Barnes, I know he's missed time earlier in the season, was limited Wednesday, full practice Thursday. Again, that looks like he's going to play. So, again, really the only two starters that were that the Packers are missing are Campbell and Dubs. Um, for the Eagles, there's not really anything... Uh, there's there's two players listed. There's I mean, there's a bunch of players listed... Actually, sorry, there's three players listed with something other than rest. So it seems like they gave a bunch of players the day off Wednesday and really limited things Thursday uh, for, from the Eagles' perspective. There's really only three injuries listed on the injury report. You've got cornerback Josh Job with a hamstring injury, but he was limited both Wednesday, Thursday. I'd expect him to play. He's also backup corner. So if he's out, it's not a huge issue. Darius Slay, James Bradbury, that's two great corners that Lazard and Christian Watson are going to have a hard time with. I won't mention Sammy Watkins because he'll have a hard time playing against air. So, uh, yeah, um, yeah, Sammy Watkins, what a waste. Um, I was I was somewhat optimistic for Watkins in the offseason. Okay, can he recapture what he was? But, yeah, he looks washed. He just Too many injuries, his body's too broken down. He can't do what he used to. So, uh, glad it was just – I'm pretty sure it was just a one-year contract because uh, there's no <laughs> reason. I mean, honestly, Watkins is almost – Actually, there's probably more reason than than uh, than uh, with a um, 
I already forgot his name. That's a, he's been off the team for a week, and I already forgot his name. Amari Rogers. <laughs> I just want to forget him completely. Because, again, Amari Rogers had a rookie contract still invested in him. So, financially, it makes sense to keep him. As opposed to Watkins in his final year, he's really not doing anything. I mean, he's out there on offense, running routes, occasionally getting targets. But he's almost to the point where I think they should just cut him, too. So, um, yeah. Sorry, Sammy Watkins, but not sorry. This is Sammy Watkins' fault for not being... I mean, it's the injuries, right? I think that's really what it's come down to. The injuries have kind of broken down his body so much, whether it's hamstring injuries, I think knee injuries in the past two. He does not have the same speed and explosiveness to, you know, the timing of his routes and getting out of his breaks quickly. It seems like he's just so slow doing that, so... Um, Great receivers on the other side, though, for, for the Eagles... A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith, however, both were... Actually, Brown didn't practice at all on Thursday with an illness. So back to the point I was making with uh, Rasheed Walker from the Packers. With Brown, it being an illness, as long as the symptoms go away and he feels fine, he's going to play. So uh, Devontae Smith, however, limited with a knee injury. That, I mean, if he's limited on on Thursday, and see, like he didn't practice at all Wednesday with... Again, there's a bunch of players that didn't practice because of rest. So it seems like he, he might have been pushed towards that as well. And then they, they gave him the rest, and he's still not fully participating in practice yet. But uh, we'll have to see. I'd imagine both play. And without Dallas Goddard, those really are the two main targets in the passing game. So uh, from a Packers coverage perspective, I mean, body type-wise... Rasul, Rasul Douglas would actually fit better with Brown, bigger bigger body size, and Jair can actually finally be taller than a receiver he's covering if he's tall if he's covering Devonte Smith. But I think the opposite would still be fine. And Brown, especially if Brown's going to play a lot in the slot. I mean, I, I, I suppose it's it's been weird this year because there's been times where okay, we want Alexander to shadow. They did it against Washington. It didn't work so well, so it seems like they've reverted back to their zone defense. They'll stick to their sides. If Brown's a lot in the slot, he probably will end up seeing a lot of Rasul Douglas. So you probably just leave it as as is. If Smith's on the perimeter, you hope that he's on Jair's side every time because you almost you don't want to waste Jair Alexander covering Quez Watkins or whoever their third receiver is. Like that just seems like a waste. Like you, you want Alexander to be on either on Brown or, or Smith on every single play. If he's forced to stay on his side, he may not. I mean, Devontae Smith's probably going to play mostly on the outside. So if he stays on Alexander's side, that's great. But if he's moved around side to side, that's not so great. Because then, I mean, I'm fine. it's not so much Stokes being on Smith that's the problem. It's just that, again, you're wasting Alexander having him cover Quay Watkins. Like, why? Why? Against, especially for a team that is so run-heavy. You're not really worried about Quez Watkins. I said Quay Watkins, didn't I? Uh, Quay Walker, right? Like, I'm, uh, man, uh, this 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 Packers season has just got me for a loop, man. I, I swear. Um, I, I frankly, I don't I don't see much hope that they can win this game. I said that against the Cowboys too, and that look how that turned out. And suddenly, I was more hopeful against the Titans, and look how that turned out. So I, I have no idea how to feel. Um, it seems like their best games this year are the ones they've played where we, we didn't think like, you know, the, they lost against the Bills, but they played pretty well against the Bills and didn't think there was any hope to win. So I'm going to go with that same theory again. There's, there's a 5% chance they win this game and hopefully the Packers know that and it brings the best out of them. And we have to be that 95th percentile version of us and to play against the best teams, which right now the Eagles are the number one seed in the NFC. So, you know, you're talking about class teams. If the Packers somehow make it to the playoffs, it's probably a team they might meet in the wild card or divisional round. So. Uh, yeah, you've got to take it to this team. They are a measuring stick. 
I don't think they're going to win. It'll be good. A bit, you know, it'd be, moral victories are great if you can be close, but the truth is the Packers need wins. They're four and seven. They really can't afford to be four and eight. Uh, this, this is, uh, because at that point, it really will feel like they have to win every game to make the playoffs. It, because we've seen 10 win teams miss the playoffs before. Okay, not so much with seven teams per conference making it. So, yeah, but, but still, even last year, I don't think a nine win team made the playoffs even with the additional uh, teams. And if they did, I don't think there's there's too many it's not even like there's good teams in the nfc just too many teams have too many wins in the nfc for to think that nine wins is going to be enough to get to the playoffs so you look at it that way the packers can really afford to lose one game the rest of the season is it this game against the this might be one of their tougher tests they got to play the vikings again that's a tough test it's probably those are the two toughest tests the rest of the way realistically the packers have to win one of those games so you may as well win this one against the Eagles if you're the Packers, even though I don't necessarily ha- see much hope in that. Uh, but yeah, we'll have to find out how things go and uh, find out next week. Uh, I'm trying to plan to do our normal Monday recording so to get that uh, episode out by Monday night. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll aim to record the reaction episode to this Eagles-Packers game then. Uh, but of course, until then, you can follow us on Twitter at FPC underscore Packers. Uh, our co-hosts individually, or your co-hosts individually, uh, Jesse's at Hall underscore J Hall 1212. I'm at Senra And as always, download the full press coverage app. It's available for free on Android and iOS stores. And it gives you access to all the great full press coverage content in one convenient spot. Also want to uh, shout out PA the Second on Twitter at PA underscore II official. He lets us use the song For Your Body as our intro and outro music. So uh, appreciate PA for that. And uh, also want to let people know uh, he just released, just yesterday, November 24th, uh, a new song called Bad Boy Outside. So uh, BBO by PA the second. So uh, check it out on all the, uh, all your uh, streaming services, all your music services. It should be available there. And again, really appreciate PA uh, for letting us use uh, such great music as our intro and outro songs. Jesse, any final thoughts for the listeners? Oh, wait, Jesse's not here. I'll say it, though. I'll, I'll say Jesse's favorite uh, catchphrase. Um, and I mean, they'll really need it this week. Like I mentioned, the Packers realistically can afford to lose one game the rest of the season. So, gotta stack those wins up. These, these multi-game losing streaks have to end. End this one now. You just lost the Titans. Go back in the winning game right away if you're the Packers, and we'll encourage them here by saying, Go Pack Go! And, well, we'll find out if that worked on the next episode of the Full Press Packers Pod. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh ah oh, sorry we were looking for chumba casino 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.